Welcome to season four of the Be Your Own Kind podcast. I am so excited to share some new ideas and experiences with you and also introduce some more wonderful, fantastic people on the platform. Be sure to visit our site, www.beyourownkind.com to be able to keep up with the latest news and the latest blogs and content. Also, we have a Facebook community that involves giveaways, touch base, and exclusive deals. If you like the content, be sure to tip your girl Lamarcha T on Kofi, located at ko-fi.com backslash beyourownkind24. Thanks again for your continued support and enjoy the episode. Well, hello, Vivian. How are you today? I'm doing awesome. Thank you for asking. How are you? I am doing fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. Um, it is warm outside, which is not too warm but it's like perfect warm outside. So that actually made my day. <laughs> yeah, it has been pretty hot. I'm, I'm in Tennessee, so we get some pretty hot weather. Pretty hot. Yes, yes, it is fairly hot there. I think when I went there in Memphis, it was, it was fairly hot. Mm -hmm. Where are you in Tennessee? Clarksville. It's like, Clark. all depending on we're in Nashville, but probably like 55 miles from Nashville. Oh, okay. So you out there with good barbecue though, right? Huh? Are you out there with good barbecue? Is that the... Is uh, barbecue? I, I don't know because I don't eat meat. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yes, you are a, a vegan pioneer. <laughs> you know, I always... I usually don't say vegan. I usually say plant-based, you know, even though they are kind of the same, you know, vegans are more, you know, they're like animal activists, you know, and they, you know, when anything, uh, any byproducts, whether it's makeup, clothes, or anything like that. So, you know, um, I try to be careful not to call myself a vegan because I don't want no vegan police coming after me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I just say plant-based to keep it safe, you know? Understandable, because you are right. Because people that are strong about uh, strong about you know their stance, they will like call you out on that. Speaking of social media, I would just like to start where um, started our beginning on TikTok. Like you are officially the first person ever that I have interviewed based off of TikTok, or even like um, met off TikTok, because you're part of the BYK community and everything. You know, we're like social media friends now, right? And mm -hmm. I, it was interesting what your first message was like, are you a real person? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you have to check sometime on social media. You have so many bots and fake accounts, you know, and when you have over 400,000 followers, you, you just don't know. You know, I mean, like, what's the scheme? What's the motive? What you what you reaching out to me for? You know, <laughs> you know, right. I, you know, somebody follows me because I have so many followers and it's really hard to try to, um, you know, delete bots and all, it's just too many, you know? So now that my account has slowed down a lot, I usually have followers coming in, maybe like 69 to 99 a day. And mm -hmm. I can actually go through them and decipher what's a fake account and what's not, you know? Uh, and so, you know, and that's why I always ask because when I look at the content of somebody that asked to follow me, and I'm like, is that, are they real or not? Is this a real person or is this a bot pretending to be somebody else? Because you do have a lot of 
uh, fake accounts that uh, perpetrate other creators. And so I just be wanting to make sure because I don't know, you know, how that is going to affect my account if the people aren't real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that, that made sense. It was just the first time someone ever asked that. Normally, you are right because the messages I've been getting is, do you want a sugar daddy? Do you want me to, I think people that want to read your palm and stuff like that. So I thought it was interesting that I was dodging by it, and then I got a message like, wait, are you real? <laughs> <laughs> but what drew me to your, your TikTok um, account was just, First of all, was your energy and just the fact that I can work out sitting down in mm -hmm. a chair. Yes, yes. If you have not checked her out, she is working out <laughs> in <laughs> a chair, in a chair. And your brand is entitled Share Fit for Foot, actually, right? So I am just wondering, like, I am so, I'm wondering about the journey. Like, what led you to, to this brand and what's your story behind um, Share Fit for Fun? Well, it actually, it's a, it's, it's a good story. <laughs> well, I started actually getting into fitness in 2000, I'll say 2009 or 10. 2005, around 2004, 2005, I had a stroke. I was 218 pounds. I was very unhealthy. I mean, I was really unhealthy. And so I remember going to get tested. They, I went to Nashville and they did three hours of testing on me because they thought that I had a uh, tumor. Um, they didn't know if it was an aneurysm, aneurysm, uh, an aneurysm or a tumor or if I had a stroke because I had a spot on the front lobe of my brain. So after doing all the testing, they found out that I had a stroke. And I was in my 40s, early 40s, somewhere around there. And the doctors told me, basically, if you don't get your life in order, uh, you're gonna mess around and have another stroke. He said, usually when people have a small stroke, like within six months, they have another stroke. And usually it's a bigger stroke. And um, it took me, honestly, it took me three years before I took my life, my health seriously. So even after he told me or she told me that, I still continued to do whatever I wanted to, eat what I wanted to. And then just one day I just got, I just was tired of feeling so lethargic. I was tired of not being able to do certain things without, you know, tiring out. I just didn't like the way I was feeling. I didn't like the way I was, I didn't, I didn't like it, you know. And so I started going to the gym um, and I started doing Zuma classes. And I'll never forget how tired I was. I was in the back of the room. I was so tired. And most of the time, for that whole hour, the majority of that time, I walked in place with the music because I couldn't keep up. I was just too out of shape. And after it was done, I remember the Zoom instructor coming to me and saying and encouraging me. She says, I see you. She said, don't tell me not to give up. She said, you're doing just fine. And I was just, you know, and I was just like, it's just, you know, I'm just so out of shape. And she was like, you know, just encouraged me to keep coming back. And I went back and I went back and back and back and back, kept returning. I changed my eating habits. And before I knew it, within like a few months, I had dropped from 218 to 186 pounds just doing Zumba. Nice. And then I was in the front of the room. 
I was no longer in the back, honey. I wanted to be seen. Hear me? I wanted to be seen. <laughs> I wanted to be seen. <laughs> so I made my spot permanent in the front. And I enjoyed it so much that I wanted to become a Zumba instructor. So I became a Zumba instructor. And for five years, I taught Zumba of no charge. You know, I taught it, you know, in the church and um, had a great crowd. I would have anywhere from 30 to, to 50 people in the, you know, in the uh, multi-purpose room in the church. And, um, and so after that, I was inspired to start, um, you know, just working out with people. Um, and I, 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 well, let me go back. Let me go back. I was, I take that back. Okay. After the stroke, I started working out and I had a coworker named Charles Williams. I'll never forget. And he was overweight too. And I went to him and asked him would he mind coaching me and weightlifting. Now, mind you, he out of shape. He more out of shape than I am. But the reason why I asked him, because I was familiar with him, and I knew at one time he used to be into fitness. And I thought this was a good opportunity to, you know, encourage him, to, for him to get back in shape. You know, he had lost his father and everything, so he just went the other way, and he just stopped caring. So it took about two months. We start working out together, and then we had a competition. Who could lose the most weight? So everybody in the plant was betting on us. Who was going to lose the most weight? But in that, him helping me, it did something to me because he sacrificed time in his day to work out with me, to help me get to a place where I wanted to be, even though he was out of shape. But we got in shape together. And I was like, I want to do for somebody else what he did for me. And in that, I just started saying, you know, I'm gonna become a personal trainer. So I got certified. And right down here in my home, this whole area back behind me is allocated for training. I got all kind of equipment down here. And this is where my clients would come before COVID would come. And so that's where my start in fitness really, you know, uh, well, at least training other people, it started based on someone helping me. And so I moved down here and it looked like a dungeon. I didn't have none of this stuff down there. I didn't have no equipment or anything, just my knowledge. And a young lady came and she was like, she wanted, she hired me, but she had a lot of physical limitations. She had, I think some screws in her back, her hips or something like that. So it was, she was in a wreck. So it was very difficult for her to do traditional workouts. And so, and I just felt so bad because everything she did from a jumping jack to, she just, it was just hard for her. And so I said, well, I'll tell you what, I said, well, I don't want to, you know, to give up, you know, so let me just do some research. And I went on YouTube and seen two guys um, and this guy's 60-something, um, name Eugene. Um, and then the other guy is called Cherisize. And I looked at both of their styles and I liked them. I liked their energy. And one was sort of like dancing 
uh, Eugene was like he was dancing and the other one was doing more fitness with weights and things like that. And so I just took the two and I meshed them together and I came up with my own style. So when people, you know, see me in the chair, my workouts, they always tell me how unique it is because it's not like anybody else's. There are a lot of seated workouts. There are a lot of chair fit influencers or, you know, people that inspire you from a chair, but honestly, they're boring. I've seen them. <laughs> I have seen them. I would not want to work out to some, but chair workouts are starting to become pretty popular now. Oh, are they? Yes. Yeah. And I and sometimes I wonder because sometimes I see a little bit of my style in other people's workouts. And I said, I'm inspiring somebody, you know? And so, I mean, it doesn't bother me because sometimes I actually look for ideas and inspiration to continue to create because we're in a chair and you like, okay, what else is she gonna do different? It's, you know, because after a while, I'm thinking, I'm gonna run out of stuff to do, <laughs> you know? You know, I can, I can only do so much in a chair, but you'd be surprised at the things that you can do from a chair and still get the same results as if you're gonna do them a traditional way. So my chair workouts, initially, I wasn't even considering anybody who was amputees. I didn't consider people who could stand for long periods of time. I did not, I didn't think about, I, I just didn't, I wasn't thinking about it. I just thought I was just gonna be working out of the chair because it was something, great idea, <laughs> you know? And then I started noticing that people were following me and were saying, thank you, you know, I, I'm an amputee, thank you. Um, I have fibromyalgia, thank you. Um, I just got um, surgery in my ankles. I have pins in my ankles, thank you. And all of these different things. And I'm like, wow, you know, it, it woke me up. And I was like, it's a lot of people to need what I do. You know, and, 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 but at the same time, one of the reasons why I think that I never really thought about that community is because I've just, just, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I just didn't think about it. I was like, you know, this is, I used to say it too. And I should say it live. This is not for old people. <laughs> wow. You know, because every time people hear chair exercises, that's what they go to. They say, oh, oh, my grandmother does that in a while. No, your grandmother doesn't. She doesn't do chair fit for fun, okay? This is not a senior citizen workout. We're not, uh, <laughs> and a two, and a three, and step. No, we got to get it. We got to sweat, you know what I'm saying? We got to have some fun. We got to dance. We got to throw those battle ropes. We got to hit them tiles. We got to do stuff to get that heart rate up and moving so we can feel good. Moving is life. You know, moving, it's like, I don't care who you are. I don't care if it's a walk in the park. I don't care if it's a walk in the pool. Find yourself moving because the body is meant to move. We were created to move. Moving is life. A, move, a body that doesn't move, loops. It does. 
what's that what's that cliche that said a body in motion stays in motion and a body at rest stays at rest think about it if you do not move your muscles start to deteriorate if you just you know think about people that are in wheelchairs you know and and notice that they're hefty up here but their limbs and everything lower half is you know they can't do anything with them so their muscles deteriorate you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's moving, it's life. It's, it just it just is. But, you know, I got started because a client came in and I thought it was a grand idea to put her in the chair. And all we did was lift our legs. I didn't have an idea. I didn't know what the heck I was doing at all. I was just throwing my legs and arms around in the air trying to come up with something, literally. And I felt so silly. And I thought, who's gonna do this? I, I, this is silly. You know, all we're doing is lifting our legs. That's all. I, I just, I, I couldn't think beyond lifting our legs. And I was like, what else can you do in a chair? And you know, and then as time, time went went on, I just started getting a little bit more creative. Mm. You know, and and people love uh, my seated workouts. I think it's because they love my energy. Yes, that's what I was drawn to, your energy. And you are you are different because you use the resistant bands and sometimes you have the weights. So it is a lot of versatility. It's not just me sitting in the chair like, you know, lift one, two, do this or whatever. And it's an exercise that everybody can do. That's mm -hmm. what I love about it. Like it's accessible to everyone from down to a child up to mm -hmm. a citizen actually. Mm -hmm. And um, the misconception also that aqua aerobics is also not a senior citizen workout because that helps me move, you know, on, on, I always say land, it's so weird. But I can move better in that water than I can on the land, but just by trying your your uh, chair workout, I'm like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> It's a workout, and I feel like you're changing what exercise is, you know, because we think of exercise, you have to be on your feet, Pilates, all that other stuff. What is it? The, I don't even know them because they're so scary. Lounge, what is it, lunges and all yeah. that type, all that, that, that type of craze, whatever. But some people are just not at that level yet. And I feel like some people, are, I'll speak people with me. I can get intimidated by some of those exercise programs just for the simple fact that I'm limited physically to do any of that. You know, mm -hmm. so I'm in the class. Well, I, I can resonate with that walking because after a while I can't go as far. So it takes someone like your teacher, your instructor, instructor, your room instructor saying, you know what, take your time, take it day by day. And that kind of birth, you helping others now. I love your whole story. Like my takeaway was it was you started to intentionally take care of yourself. And now in turn, you're teaching others to do the same. So I think that's just pretty dope. I think it is. Yeah. And, you know, and also, like you said, it's what you, a key thing is for everyone. Right. Uh, and I, I often, you know, when people start following me on TikTok, they will say things like, because uh, they were wheelchair. I started having a lot of wheelchair community come mm -hmm. and was excited about what I was doing. Um, and they start tagging other people that was in the wheelchair community. And I had to tell people, I am not for a specific community. I am for everyone. Please don't tag me in a certain way. I, if every, anybody can do my workouts. 
from people that's amputees, we work out from the top up. You know, some people want to dance. Like you said, there's a variety of things on my YouTube channel from battle ropes to using the stability ball to we stretching to we dance to we use lightweight dumbbells. I mean, it's just I do hit. And I, the reason why I have so much variety because I know that there are other people who want more than just upper body. And, and so I try to mix it up to show people that, you know, you still can get a hard workout if you want to right from a chair. I done had so many thousands of people tell me, oh, I can do that, that's easy. And then when they join the YouTube channel, and they go in the comments, they was like, ooh, looks are deceiving. You start seeing people saying, ooh, I'm tired. Ooh, you tricked me. You know, you tricked me into working out. <laughs> you know, I've had people told me that I tricked them into working out, but they actually enjoy it. And they said, because the time goes by fast, they don't think about it because they are engaging in my energy, you know? And uh, I think that that speaks volume. You know, because when I'm when I'm working out in my chair, I'm I'm not even I'm not thinking about anything but the person that's in front of me. You know, and and I'm like, okay, my focus is them. Okay, what what can I, what can I do? You know, who who's who's watching me? Who needs this? Whatever. And um, because what a lot of people don't know is when people share with me their challenges and their disabilities, I have a lot of disabilities that people cannot see. So they see me in a chair. Well, it's easy for you to do that because you don't have this and you have you don't have any idea. Right. People learn that I have um, spinal stenosis. I have a degenerative disc. I have arthritis in my back. I have osteoarthritis in my knees and my shoulders. I deal with sciatic nerve pain. I have numbing in the feet. My hips, my joints and my hips are starting to bother me from the years of standing on concrete. So I have a lot of issues that people can't see. Right. And so I can relate and understand with other people and what they deal with on a daily basis and how challenging it can be to work out the traditional way. You know, yeah. and so I'm glad that I can, I'm able to relate. You know what I'm saying? I'm able to relate. I'm one of those fitness trainers that is not the status quo when it comes to how I look. You know what I mean? Uh, and I don't want to be the status quo on right. that. I, it doesn't matter to me about the chisel look and all that. I don't, I don't care about that. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're going to judge me based on how I look, you you need to go on because this, this ain't for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, sometimes people think when they see a fitness or personal trainer, whatever, because um, I used to do it, you know, and I'm like, okay, they, they are chiseling and everything. They must know what they're doing, you know? No, don't judge that based off of looks. You know, I, I just want to know, can a person get me to where I am? No, I don't want somebody as unhealthy as me. If they can't breathe, walking uh, a foot, no, I don't want you training me. But I'm just saying, I'm, I don't get caught up in the shell. You know, uh, only thing I care is you have the knowledge, 
and you can help me to achieve my goals. Yeah, that's what I care about. And that's what I want people to, you know, take away, you know, when they work out with me, you know, hey, you know, she she may not be the, you know, the skinniest and I don't, that's not, that ain't, that ain't even in. Who nobody want no bone for the dog. You know what I'm saying? Nobody don't want a bone for the dog. (laughs) But you know what I'm saying. (laughs) I got you, girl. (laughs) Because I have had comments that says that um, I need to work out. You need to, they would tell me in the comments, you need to get up out of the chair. Yeah, when I first started, you need to get up out of the chair and they didn't say it in a friendly manner. You need to get up out of the chair and do something because Alvin, the chair is not working for you. Oh my. Yeah, I have had trolls like that, but I have a very hard shell. So trolls don't bother me at all because I realize it's not personal. Right. It's, it's with them, so I, it doesn't bother me. I, I'm I'm very a very strong-minded person, you know. It takes a lot to to break my shell, you know. But yeah, when I first started out, I used to have a lot of mean things said to me, and I was like, people really don't understand that people really need to sit in the chair and work out. Everybody is not able. Right, and you just said it right there. People don't understand. They just see an exterior. You know, because mm-hmm. I would have never guessed that you had, you know, other ailments. I'm like, man, she's so healthy. You know, and it's like, people don't know your backstory. All they see is what you put on social media. All you see of me is what I give you. You know what I'm saying? But you don't know what's going on in the background. That's why it just doesn't, I, it just, it just does never make sense to judge anybody in my opinion anyway. But I feel like it's easier for a person to do that on online because you can't see them. You know, face exactly. with them, and half of those people don't even have profile pictures on top of that. So you don't yeah. even give me the chance to even see who I'm speaking with. Exactly. That's how much of a coward you are. Exactly. Yeah. And also, a lot of people do not know that I deal with a um, issue called gastritis erosion. Mm-hmm. What's and that? So it is where the lining of my stomach is inflamed. And usually when people get gastritis, it's usually from like some type of bacteria, but mine's is from uh, ibuprofen. And so when I was working, I, I didn't have any idea that it bought, would bother your stomach. I mean, I was taking 800 ibuprofen on a daily basis, sometimes three times a day. And I had no idea of the damage that I was doing to the lining of my stomach. And so now when I eat, it doesn't matter if I'm drinking water, if I'm eating, you know, vegetables, my stomach, it expands to like, I'm about five months pregnant. It actually expands. I actually have a video that um, I put up on my uh, um, TikTok and people were really surprised, you know, that my stomach was so expanded. So uh, sometimes it's hard for me to work out when my stomach is like that. So to say if I eat something, I have to wait 24 hours before I really can, you know, feel okay to work out because my stomach is so expanded and it's so uncomfortable. And um, I can heal it. I can, but I like snacks. I like snacks. And so, um, yeah, I like snacks. I like Oreo cookies. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, I even have, like, when people tell me about their struggles with their eating habits, I can relate. I love that. You know what I'm saying? And so, I don't, you know, 
I don't be like, well, you, 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 you need to stop this, you need to stop that. No, no, because I struggle too, you know. And right. I, I want, and I wonder sometimes when I see personal trainers, and I take my hat off to those who are that disciplined that they're just not moved by anything, you know. But eating is comfort for people, you know. That's the way we bond as friends and family. I mean, food brings people together, and we love as humans we love to eat yeah it's it's comforting and so it's hard to give up those things that you love to eat and so you know i do understand um when i first started out i was real hardcore with my clients you know and um and it was like you know vivian we 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 can't eat nothing only thing we can eat is air I mean, y'all can eat something, but it wasn't what they wanted to eat. You know, I just, I had a long list of items that you could, things you could eat and you couldn't eat, and they didn't like it, you know, and I was like, oh my goodness. (laughs) But I do understand the struggle in, you know, uh, restricting yourself from things that you love to eat. However, this is what I used to tell my clients. You had all your life coming up, and right before this moment, working with me to eat everything you wanted to eat. Now, all I'm asking you to do is for a certain amount of time till we reach your goal. Just do this until you reach your goal. Now, what you do outside of that, it's up to you. But after you reach your goal, I promise you, you're not going to want to go back to that. You're going to want to maintain it. Because if you go back to doing what you was doing before you came, you're going to start all over again. And that. And that's what's going to, you know, you're going to have to start all over again. I've been there and done that. I can't tell you how many times I've started over myself. And it's not fun. And the more you grace and age, the harder it is. I'm 57 years young, going through menopause. And I thought something was wrong with me until I found out that it's hard to lose weight when, you, when you're going through menopause. You know, so, you know, but I love what I do. I love what I do, and if it brings a smile on somebody's face or helps somebody to feel better or gives somebody hope, I can't tell you how many times people have said thank you to me. And it is so heartwarming and a tearjerker for me because, I mean, it's just people are really like, I just been looking for you. I've been, I've been looking for you for a long time. I finally found something that I can do. I've been told that, you know, you're amazing. I, where you been? You know, and that makes me, that just really warms my heart because at one time I was going to give up. As a matter of fact, I did throw in the towel. I threw in the towel. I did it by two years. I was like, nobody's catching on to this. I'm not going to be successful with this. You know, I just wasn't speaking life because I wasn't seeing um, the fruits of my labor right. fast I wanted to. It took a lady seeing me on Facebook and she said, hey, ain't you that lady that worked out in the chair? I said, yeah. She says, well, what? didn't you stop? I haven't been seeing you. And I said, yeah, I don't really think I want to do that. She said, oh, no. Oh, no. You need to start that back up. You need to start back that. So I did. I started up. 2000, it was 2016. I started up doing 
like I had a, a group, a, like a private group, and I would come in and I would, so many times a week, I would do chair fit for fun. And, and then somebody encouraged me to take it farther than that. And I was like, what do you mean? It was like, you, you, uh, you need to take this and you need to make a business out of it. And I said, a business? How would I do that? They said online, virtual. I was like, virtual? I didn't know nothing about nothing. So I started my online-based business, chairfitforfun.com. I got my website. I got my Zoom and everything. And I started having online-based clients. And I did that, like I said, up until right before the pandemic. And I haven't picked it back up since. Um, it's just because the fees were uh, challenging. They were they were a little bit too much for some. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they didn't want to. Uh, yeah, they just said it. It didn't fit their budget, and I was like, okay, because I'm not about fitting your budget. You know what I'm saying? Because we invest in what we want to invest in, what we feel is of value. Right. Um, if you think my fees are too high and you don't feel that I'm that, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm enough enough for that. You know, you don't feel like that I'm value, you know, valuable. So um, yeah, and I just said, well, I'll just start doing my YouTube. I started YouTubing, and for years I have for those years I had 269 followers. That's it. I started my chair fit for fun TikTok in 2020. And then my channel started growing. And I got up to 3,000. And recently here on my second account, because I lost my first account with my own fault, I just couldn't get into it. So I couldn't get into it. I started me another account. And literally, I had to account for a few, maybe three months. I posted one video, and it just went viral. 11.2 11. million views on this, and almost a million likes on this one video. And it's just like a lot of people say, they go to sleep and wake up and then boom, it's a viral video. Only thing I had on there was, I didn't have any, I had like four or five videos on there at the time. And I said, I'm gonna go ahead and post me a chair workout video and see what happened. But I really don't wanna, I really don't wanna start up another chair fit for fun page. And when I seen it go viral, I was like, honey, we about to get down on this. <laughs> I got excited. I was like, oh yeah. And then I was, I kept looking and it was just, people were just following me. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's a hundred thousand. It's two hundred thousand. Oh my gosh. And I was so excited, you know, and I was like, ooh, all the people that I can help, you know. And um, yeah, and so now that 400,000, you know, I was almost at, I think like four, hundred and like thirty and I don't I don't know what's going on but I'm losing probably like about a hundred to two hundred followers a day now. They're getting rid of bots. That's a bot clean that happens. 
Oh, I thought I, somebody had said something yeah. like that. And I wasn't sure. And I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, they're cleaning up, but um, I know YouTube was doing that specifically. Um, so maybe that I was mad because I don't have that many. So I was like, where's my extra 30 people? But they got <laughs> <laughs> they were saying, we're doing a box sleep. I'm like, oh. <laughs> oh, because you know, yeah. I know, yeah, I was telling my husband that because it was it's a TikTok. I guess they're like uh, TikTok strategists or whatever. And she was saying that her name is R Toyota 45. And she was saying that they were going to start doing that. Mm -hmm. um, when I told my husband, he said, oh, Lord. And I said, what? He was like, that can be good and that can be bad. He says, if you got $100,000 worth of box, they gonna be gone. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay, you know, so be it. But yeah, I, I, I was wondering about that. So you just confirmed that that's, that's what's going on. Okay. So I was like, man, they mad at me or something? You know, I'm thinking, did somebody say something? You know, somebody, you know, uh, talking about me? You know, it'd be a whole lot of TikTok drama and stuff like that. It you is. It is. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm thinking, wait a minute. Should I get off this app or what? You know? But, um, you know, again, I love what I do. Um, I love, you know, helping, you know, change people's lives, you know, bringing some kind of, you know, hope in their life, a smile or whatever. Um, even my son asked me, he says, Mama, he says, I like your chair workouts, but why you got to smile through the whole workout? He said, <laughs> he said, you smile. He said, Mama, you smile so hard. And he said, why you smile so hard? And I was like, because I enjoy what I do. I says, and the fact that I know that I'm helping a lot of people brings joy to me. I said, and then also when I went to um, a Zumba, uh, when I got licensed as a Zumba instructor, that's one thing that they really harped on about. When you're in front of your class as instructor, you are to engage with a smile. You know, it's, it, it, it puts out the energy. If people see that you're enjoying what you do, they're gonna enjoy what they do. I, I, no, I can't work out in front of nobody looking like, you know, they got the resting face. You know what I'm saying? Because if you got a resting face with me, I'm not gonna wanna work out with you. No. <laughs> <laughs> I already don't wanna do it. And so, yeah. Right. <laughs> this this is incredible. It is so many takeaways that I've gotten out of your um out of your journey. Just number one, kind of just flowing because you flowed into something that you, at first you knew it would work, but then you kind of just was like, uh, and then someone out of nowhere, because that's how life happened, is like, hey, wait a minute, you're making a difference to me. I need you to I need you to get back on that, and then it just one video and it's just like, boom, you know. Right. Um, yeah. And I love that. I love the not giving up, you know, and I love the still flowing with what flowing with with the energy or with the, the task at hand. And that's what you did. And I just love the fact that it was not just it's not for self. You just wanted to touch and help people. And I'm glad that, you know, you're fulfilling your purpose with that, you know, because we, we all need that. And like you said, you know, um, the weight loss journey is not easy, especially when you have a relationship with food, and it makes it it makes it easier when you are attached to someone that can relate to that and know that it is almost unrealistic for a person to change a habit they had their whole life in like 24 hours. 
you know um and to even admit your struggles like i like oreos not not mm-hmm. yeah because you you said earlier i'm plant based you could be like no uh-uh we eat spinach all day you like no i want an oreo every once in a while and that's realistic because mm-hmm. even after we lose i feel like some of these weight loss programs they they give you the right tools however they don't prepare you for real life because after you finish that now you've lost this weight and you're like now am i supposed to be like this forever mm-hmm. you know um and then you go back into your old habits but it's, 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 we need programs that will teach us hey in moderation you can have what you want but this is something you should you know you should eat this mostly and but you right. can still put in your favorite snacks and i feel like now um the healthcare providers or personal trainers are being more realistic in their planning because mm-hmm. that's what works. Because yeah. you you have an Oreo every once in a while, but you're not back unhealthy because you eat an Oreo every once in a while. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's more realistic for me personally um, mm-hmm. than someone saying you can never have Oreos a day in your life, but then I'll just be over there. Yeah. You know, like that—that that be the thought pattern. Like, well, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not. Yeah. I'm and you know, and um, <laughs> and you know, I know that there's things that we enjoy. I mean, with with the way the food industry is today, and everybody knows that it seems like everything that we eat, healthy and unhealthy is tainted with something, some bacteria, some salmonella, recall on this this item, recall on that. It's always something going on with our food and everything. And so, you know, as far as, I don't know, I just think when you, was, you were talking about how, you know, have things in moderation and, you know, I'm okay with having things in moderation at the same time, when I eat whatever I eat in moderation, know what damage it's doing while I'm eating. Exactly. Okay, you're gonna have your Oreo cookies, but you know that that's gonna cause inflammation in your body. So I always say to people that think of it this way, I'm gonna have a little poison today. This is kind of how I help my clients not to eat. So you're gonna have a little poison today? All right, that's okay. So maybe you'll have a little poison next week too. And we got that, you know what? After a while, all that poison is gonna build up in your system and it's gonna start causing problems. So you make a choice. Either you're gonna continue to eat clean, I said, or you're gonna add your poison in every now and then. Cause either, this is how, look, it's two things, faith, and doubt cannot live in the same space. Health and unhealthy eating habits cannot reside in the same space. One is gonna overpower the other one. So you make a choice whether you wanna eat clean or not. You cannot do both, but we do, but I do. Because it's like sometimes I even said, uh, uh, I have uh, um, videos, it's called Vivian Talks. We're on my YouTube channel, on my in my chair for the fun. It's called Vivian Talks. And sometimes I just want to talk and just express myself and how I feel. And I tell people when I share about my gut issues that I'm dealing with and why I'm dealing with those gut issues, it's not nothing no, nobody else done. It's what I'm doing to myself. So if I want to heal my gut, 
I know that there's some things I have to give up. But honestly and truthfully, I'm not ready to give those things up right now. It might sound bad coming from a fitness trainer, I know. But I'm just being real. It's just my truth. I like Oreo cookies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I like them, you know, and I know they're not healthy for me. And so I, I say that, like I said, oh, I'll eat some in moderation, but is it really okay? If you no, no, it's not. It's you know? not, but it's realistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, because um, I just, yeah, it is realistic. <laughs> it is very realistic. So here, here's, here's a question I have for you. Like, what advice do you have for a person that, um, that has, that wants to restart their health journey however they're just defeated from all their failed attempts like what advice would you have for them the advice i have for people who have started any kind of program and failed it over and over and over again change your mind mm. exercise your mind first that's the biggest challenge is to get your mind lined up with your body Get your mind right, you align your body up. Until that, until then, you're just gonna keep failing and failing and failing. You have to have a made up mind, you know, and that's the hardest part. Once you get past there, everything else just falls into place. I love that, I love that. And that is so, that is so on point because your mind can even make or break a situation anytime. Mm -hmm. I was just telling my husband that yesterday, there are a lot of people who have psyched themselves up and thought that they were one thing, that their body just follows suit or their situation just follows suit because they were convinced that they are this thing or they're gonna be this thing. So the mind is so powerful. Um, because you think about it, like sometimes when I come down into my gym, my mind is not, um, it's not ready because you really have to you you really have to mentally prepare yourself for the change that's getting ready to happen in your body because your body is going to reject what you're doing and if you don't have a strong mind you're going to listen to your body and you're going to sit down you know, and I'm not saying not to listen to your body, but I'm talking about a person is healthy and, or whatever. Just, you know, I'm not talking to, you know, you know what I'm saying? Are you, you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, just, I'm not saying that you're not supposed to listen to your body. Yes. Listen to your body. But sometimes when we listen to our body, it causes us to not to move forward. Well, my back I'm tired. Excuses. Um, excuses. So we'll give those excuses and we'll listen to our body and we'll never move ahead. That's why you hear people say, I'm going to start Monday. And then Monday come, well, I wasn't able to get all the food that I wanted to start for Monday. So I'll start next week. You know, it's look, get this right. Get your mind right. You'll get your body right. That's just the way it, it, it goes. I've never seen nobody try to get the body right first and then get the mind right. It don't work like that. <laughs> you have to have a made up mind. You have to have that determination that I'm going to do this. You have to get ready to get your mind to be focused because I have to do that. Mm -hmm. And it was like, I was gone for months off of YouTube. And I had to tell myself, okay, that's, you, you had a long enough break. 
get your mind right. People need you. Go downstairs and get in the chair. And sometimes it's hard. People do not under people do not understand. I wish people could feel my pain when I'm in the chair. Every time I sit in the chair, even right now, from the time I get up to the time I lay down, I'm in pain. I'm in pain. I have to take some special gummy candy. You know what I'm saying? So I won't hurt. You know, and um, it's just I'm always icing, heating, or whatever. When I get out of bed in the morning, literally, I'm folded over, and I have to straighten myself up before I can even start walking because it's just so painful. Um, sitting down for long periods of time, and I have to be up moving. If I'm not up and moving around, I I, I hurt. Sitting down hurts. You know, hurts my back. Being still for long periods of time hurts my back. So, you know, getting in my chair sometime and I think just from the joy of what I do, it, it kind of takes my focus off of how I feel in the, when I'm in a chair. And so that's why when people see me and they're like, you just don't look like you're hurting or anything, but people have no idea the pain that I'm in when I'm in the chair. I haven't worked out for a whole week now because my back is in so much pain. You know what I mean? As soon as it lift up, I'll be like, it's time to sit in the chair. <laughs> I definitely have challenges. And, you know, there, honestly, Renita, there are times where I literally am in tears and I'm asking God, God, can you just, just I just want a new bag. You know, just give me some relief. Just, you know, restore my back. You know, make it new because I'm tired of it hurting. You know, and same with my gut. Those two things. If I can have a brand new stomach and a brand new back, honey, you want, look, I'll be, I'm going to never do wrong by it. I'm not going to never do wrong by it. <laughs> but when I want an Oreo cookie, that might mess up my stomach. Go on with that Oreo cookie. <laughs> Nope, not at all. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, my husband just shakes his head at me sometimes because he, you know, I was like, okay, this month we're going to, we're just going to do veggies and we're going to do fruit. Nothing else. N nothing else. No bread, no this, no that. And then I'll call him. I'll be like, what are we having for dinner? Casablanca? <laughs> And he just gets so quiet. And sometimes I get these long stares. He says, I thought you're trying to heal your stomach. I am. I am going to start next week. I have the same struggle. You know, I do. And I know what to do. It's just a matter of me applying the knowledge that I have to heal my body. And that's it. It's just a matter of applying what you need to do and then doing it participate in your own healing. You know what I'm saying? You have to you have to call to action. You gotta get up and move. Let's 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 just just do it. Stop making excuses. It, it's okay. Yeah, because application it, to me I feel like that is the hardest. Like I know what to do. We all know what to do. Yes. It's just applying it and then when applying it, it's just and that's a whole new podcast. <laughs> you know, and it's hard to apply it. And that's why some people need accountability partners. Mm -hmm. I am your accountability partner. 
you know, and I do what I do to push you to help you reach your desired goals right from social media, you know, and that's, that's, you know, that's my goal just to help people to, you know, just stay on, stay on task, stay on track. If this is something you want to do, I'm right here. And I tell, try to tell people, reach out to me. Here's my email. You need some encouragement. It don't cost you a thing to, to email me and say, hey, Vivian, I'm struggling. What can you suggest to me to do? You know, what can I do to uh, combat these cravings I'm having? Whatever. You know, and I tell people, you know, you can reach out to me. I'll, I'll be glad to help, you know. You know, I don't charge for advice. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And that's it. I, I love that. I love that. I love everything about what you do. I love that you're making exercise fun and accessible. Um, yeah. that, <laughs> that is once again, that's what dream. Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. I just wanted to share with everyone that, um, you know, when you go to my channel, sometimes it can be intimidating because they'll feel like, they can't keep up with me, you know, but I have what I call video and video modifications. So even though I'm working out, they can look up in the corner and they can see a modified version of what I'm doing so they can keep up. And um, I was inspired uh, doing that by another YouTuber content creator I've seen um, this into fitness and I was like, that's a good idea because often people ask me, can you show the modified version? And so I start adding that into, incorporating that into my videos. And so now I have video and video with modifications. Like, you just make it simple and easy for everyone, don't you? I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> You're so doing people, it. No, so people won't have an excuse. You mm, know? Okay. It's about don't have excuses. You know, right. I've been telling you're going too fast on my TikTok. Can you slow it down? Is it a modification modification for that? Sure it is. You know, go on over to my YouTube channel and you can have all the modifications you want. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no excuses. <laughs> so here at um, BYK, we have a signature question that I ask everyone. And that question is, if you could describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? If I can describe myself in one word, it would be lively. Mm. Because that is just who I am, what I'm made of. Matter of fact, Vivian means lively. I was born <laughs> to be lively, you know, and that, because my personality, everything about me is lively. And yeah, that's, that's the only thing I have about that, you know? That's, that's why, because I was born lively. <laughs> you were born to be lively and to help other people um, improve their livelihood. So, you know, yes. it goes hand in hand. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, where can people find you on TikTok? Where can people find you on YouTube? Okay. You um, you can find me on TikTok at Share Fit for Fun or Vivian Morrison on TikTok. On YouTube, it's Chair Fit Number Four Fun, not F O R U or F O R, just Number Four Chair Fit for Fun on YouTube. I do have a Chair Fit for Fun Instagram. However, I really do not. Um, I'm not active over there. 
um, you know, because I just, I'm not successful at, at, you know, traction, so I don't really fool around. But the main one is TikTok and YouTube, and it is Chair Fit, number four fun. Love it, love it, love it. Anything else you'd like to add before we close up? Um, only thing I really have to add is if you are seeking for change and you want to have some fun, you need to drop a few pounds. Maybe you just need to move a little more. You want to feel better. You need to come on over to Chair Fit for Fun. Because why? Because Chair Fit for Fun is a chair-based exercise where you sit, you move, and you groove right from the comfort of your home live with Vivian. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I, like I said, I love everything that you're doing. Um, consistency is key. So I have plans, you know, to, to try to do it more consistently. But I just wanted to see what it was like. And it's a, it's a workout, y'all. It's a workout. We're not playing patty cake in the chair. You will. Your heart will be pumped. So... <laughs> So um, I just I just love everything you do, and more importantly, I love your energy and I love your intentions behind what you do. And um, I just thank you so much for being on our being on my platform today, and um, and being a part of the BYK. Like she just jumped all in; she's all into swimming, all in BYK, and I appreciate that. Like to to have to feel love from strangers, you know, is something else. Like social media is not all drama. There are mm -hmm. so many beautiful people in the world and I am just so happy that you, that, you know, we attract each other with our energy. So, yeah, yes. I'm so appreciative. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so thankful that I was, I was like, oh, I told my husband, I'm gonna be on a podcast. He was like, yeah, I said, my name Renita. You know, I was really excited and I appreciate you for having me. I really do. And. I, the feelings is mutual. When I really got connected with you, I can feel the energy. I just knew that you were going to be just a wonderful person to connect with. Oh, thank you so much. And I was a real person. So that, that yeah. helped out too. <laughs> well, um, listeners, you heard Miss Vivian. If you want to start your health journey and you're just like, ah, reach out to her she is here this is what she does she is here to help you make that that first step and to hold you accountable so that you can reach your goals you know and don't give up i think life is all about you gotta you, you stop you just gotta start over life is about start over you know it's just yeah. i feel like it's it's less impactful when you just stay there and don't push that start over button. So until next time, don't forget to be kind to yourself and each other. Bye. Bye.